China. Greetings and felicitations, people. Who the fuck's that? C'est moi. C'est moi. C'est moi. C'est toi. Is it Mr. Moyer? It is. This is Mr. Patterson. He's Mr. Moyer. Welcome to DMP podcast number three. Hachichunya. Hachichunya. What is Hachichunya? I don't know. It came up yesterday when we were recording a new song. And if you're lucky, we might stick a wee bit of Hachichunya. Something's not called that, though, is it? No, it's not called that. It's called... What's it called? The hit. It's called... Profanity. <gasps> no, that's the subject. That's the subject. That's not a song. The subject's profanity. What the fuck do they want to talk about profanity for? Imprecation. Vituperation. Contumely. I can't even say it properly. I don't know what the fuck Scurrility. Opprobrious. He's drunk again, guys. No, we had several. No, I shouldn't say several. Have I said hello yet? I don't think so. You just talked nonsense for the last minute and a half. Hello. I did. I said greetings and Yeah, but that was just your normal Ponce. Daily pontification. Ex- Daily oh. Express reading pontification. <laughs> Come dear. on. Um, a couple of people, not complained, that's the wrong word. Um, I did. They complained. They, they, they pulled us up over our... Profanity. Uh, profanity. <laughs> profanity. Basically, yeah. So, uh, but we do we do remind people that we are mere Glasgow sorts, and this is part of our genetic makeup. So, if you don't like it, fuck off. Right, this isn't rehearsed, but I'll, I'll just see this anyway. May I profess at the commencement of this broadcast that I am somewhat discombobulated by the Lotusian pontification specific fastidious segments of our listeners fuck it's Prince Charles and their supercilious pertinacious comments for the edification of the aforementioned assiduous proletariat get it Rooney fucking uppies you either like it or you don't like it so if you don't like it fuck off people were saying you know, we swear too much basically that's what they were saying and they were also saying that geezers are showing up like, like we're not educated in that, no. Which I think is a lot of bollocks, don't you? Where did you leave school with me? Um, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I left school I was, with a couple of bricks. I was a bit itchy, can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Which actually leads us on to one of the first questions. Question very, very, no, very nicely on to the first question. It's from somebody called Bernie in Aberdeen. It says, <laughs> I don't know how to ask this. This is, what's the most inappropriate thing you've ever said during sex? Me? Yes, you. Inappropriate thing? Yes. Is this somebody who knows me? I don't know. Is this someone that I've had sex with? Quite possibly, oh, right? Fuck. <laughs> well, that narrows it down to two. <laughs> and when it was me. Oh, no. <laughs> when it was myself. Um the most inappropriate thing have you got an answer to this I've got, I've got one myself but I want to see what you say first because I think mine's might top yours I don't think I can't even think of it. I've, I've, um, I've actually stopped this is a real fucking anorak thing Go on. I stopped in in the middle of doing the wild thing once the first time I ever, ever heard the guitar solo to beat it <laughs> And I went, what the fuck is that? And I stopped and mid-coitus. The person, and the person you were with was like, huh? huh? Do you mean? No, she went, huh? That's like, that's like does she go, jump up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's a good one, actually. I might, I, might so not talk actually, about that. That that's, st- that's very good. St- I actually stopped the the because of Eddie Van Halen, the whale monkey love. Yeah, to to to, to do it. The whale Eddie, monkey love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was actually with a girl years back, and um, she used to love making. Uh, she used to like making love to the the mellifluous sounds of Dire Straits. Which used to set my fucking teeth on end. <laughs> <laughs> not being a What's with the fucking? Oh, we've all been. We've all had a dictionary for breakfast, by the way. Do you know what you said there? <laughs> uh, and I, I can't fucking go. I can't go dire straits at all. Nah, but uh, during this, the, the love making resembled the album, basically Brothers in Arms. It was fucking come on, let's get to the end of this. <laughs> but during it, I stopped and I said. And this is easily the most inappropriate thing I've ever said during sex. I stopped and I said, Do you know Mark Knopfler's from Glasgow? <laughs> what did she say? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was it did break the moment though, somewhat, but I thought the, the music did that. But a friend of mine, and I won't mention his name, told me a story recently of uh, the most inappropriate thing he said during sex, right? During the act, the monkey was it mo- mad monkey love? Well, monkey love, monkey love, right? Almost at the point of climax, he let out a cry that really is only heard among uh, five and six year old Glaswegians, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Where's this going? Right. He shouted out at the point of climax, "Mummy, daddy!" <laughs> <laughs> So if he is listening to this, thank you very much for that one, mate. I appreciate that. That's a classic. It's probably lost in most of the planet, man, or me. <laughs> very inappropriate things to say during sex. Oh, by the way, I want to say something as well. See, when I open the, the podcast by saying hello, China, I'm not actually saying hello to, to China. China itself, you know, the <laughs> 2.3 billion fucking Chinese. You know, fair enough to them, but... And you can notice that we've definitely cleaned up the language this week, you know. In fact, we've just started from the word go. Well, exactly, you know, we thought we'd no, we'll no ease ourselves into it this week, so we'll just straight into it. But, um, strange enough, both people that complained, well, not, uh, you shouldn't say complained. They did complain. Let's get it, let's get had it. Had a go, they, had, they had a go. a fucking go. They complained. A language. Both of them were Glaswegians, which I think is really, really? fucking ironic. Self-loathers. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving Glasgow a bad, bad name, name by the way, you wank. And what I would like to point out to these people, and they know who they are. They do. Um, Stephen Fry, and for those people in the States who are not familiar with Stephen Fry, Stephen Fry is probably the, one of the most educated man in, men on the planet. And he's probably the most... Witty, erudite. The most... Uh, wordy. Wordy, yeah. He's, yep. His vocabulary is probably second to none. And he, he confessed in an interview that he swears constantly and some of the most educated people he know swear constantly as well and so what I'm saying is Stephen vocabulary Stephen vocabulary Stephen has no lack of vocabulary and he curses like a trooper because it's an expression it's a way to express yourself so um, I'm all for it by the way I, I learned to swear at a very young age my mum swore a lot and she's a very devout religious person but she swore like a fucking trooper and I love it for effect I love using it for effect and I make no apologies for it. I've just remembered one of the guys I used to go drinking with uh, years ago, um, Bob from Belfast. And Bob was... Did you ever meet Bob? You, I don't know. He was a Rangers man, you probably... Fuck him. You did meet Bob. We were at his birthday party when I had a fight. 
Oh, is that the one I get punched by a Rangers fan? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. We'll, like, let's not go into that. What? Anyway, Bob was one of the most educated people I know, I've ever known, actually. And one of his favourite sayings was, Shut your fucking fuck, you fucking bastard! <laughs> and that's a fact. <laughs> I think we're using the fuck quote up quite early, mate. <laughs> won't use we have to save some for later on. You think it may be hit a nerve? It's hit a nerve with you. It? Personally, I couldn't give... Exactly. Back back off, big man. Back to the raw meat. Anyway, well, this week we're going to talk about a number of things. We're going to talk about the new album. Ah, the new album. The new album, yeah. He's getting excited, guys. He's getting excited. But the new album is coming along nicely. We now have our 11 songs. We do. That we planned for. Uh, and that's Gordon just knocking his guitar over. I don't know what he's going to do with the guitar. This is... Totally unrehearsed. Oh, I know it is. He's got an interview tomorrow for an Italian restaurant. <laughs> so, yes, we have. Um, Would you want to hear something from the new album, folks? Yeah, sneak go for preview. it. Sneak preview. I get to sing in this one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Watched, watched the documentary about the Who last night. It was fucking great. I love the Who. The Who? The Who. The Who. Anyway. And Pete Townsend can he sing, but he writes great songs. He does. So it inspired me. You ready? Go for it. George is sweating here. He's yeah, my position is now untenable. <laughs> that was a new song, it's called <laughs> it's a love song. The Counting Crows are trying to sue me. <laughs> but fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> sue me now. I've got any money. Should we take a couple of questions, Gordon? Aye. Good idea. Well, I'm not speaking to the mic again. Okay. Can I just explain about me not speaking to the mic? George is lording it over there in the couch, giving oh, it. Feet up, mate. Uh, he's actually got the mic right up to his. My face. His mush. Yep. And I've, I'm the fucking technician as well as try to do this. I've got to watch that we're not peaking. What a fucking martyr. Which we actually are doing, by the way, George. We're uh, off the scale several times. Good so grief. A lot of this might have to be cut. Uh, but have you just question it? Yeah, go for it. Is this to you? I don't know. Or is it to both of us? Who's it from? It's from... It's from the future manager of the Democratic Republic of Sao Tome. Sao Tome? Principal of where? I have no idea. I can't even read that. It says, I don't know who this is to, if it's to you or me or both of us. Have you ever broken anything, in brackets, like a bone, close brackets, in your body? If so, what did you break in? Did it hurt? Well, I was I had my foot broken once by this fucking prick. Uh, supposedly, friend of mine broke my foot uh, just before Christmas years ago. We we're playing football in the schoolyard, and he broke my foot. Was this me or school? This school was before, oh, it's before oh, you. Oh, right, right. And uh, yeah, it hurt like fuck. Uh, I could hardly walk up the road, and he took my place in the team. That prick. But he's still a friend now. But I did nick his shoes after that. What about you, Gordon? I did. I, I've um, I broke my collarbone when I was about Ooh. eleven. 
I know you've broke a few other people's bones, but you've not broke. <laughs> I don't know if you broke any of your own. I was racing a racing on a bike, um, not a, a push bike. That is not a motorcycle. At eleven, <laughs> and uh, I went on a bend too fast and came off and broke my collarbone. And I knew something was wrong, and I went back to my house, and my mother was like, "What's the matter?" And I was like, "Mummy." She's like, nothing wrong with you, right? Come on, let's go, let's go to the hospital and get you checked up. And uh, remember, I've broken my collarbone and I'm 11. That's pretty painful. Right. And she insisted that I change my, my, my football top because oh, it was no. all it was all muddy. So she pulled, she made oh. <laughs> pulled the football top over the top of my head, which made my arms had to go straight up. And I'm giving it, uh, she's going to stop. Oh, my me, come on. And she took me to the hospital and uh, they diagnosed that I had. You say diagnosed? Diagnosed, yeah. Is, is that not an illness? Diagnosed? You don't diagnose well, broken bones. Well, yeah. The prognosis is Prognosis support. is good. I like that. Yeah. See? See? Education. Dictionary education. Boy. And um, I had a broken collarbone. And your mother felt I really did clever, didn't she? For did, pulling yeah, that exactly. top off your head. Did it hurt? It didn't until my mother insisted I changed my top. <laughs> but then again, see, these days you could have got her done with social services. I know. She's been locked away. My exactly. poor old ma. Exactly. Shall we play a song now, Gordon? Alright. What are you saying that we're no interesting enough? No, I think we've run out of uh, interesting things to say. We might have to regroup. What are we gonna play then? I think we'll play a song from a new album. And we're gonna play one it's called new album again. The famous legendary new album. We're gonna play one called The Reaper. It's called making farting sounds into the microphone. The Reaper. The Reaper. The you ready for the Reaper? The Reaper. Here, we Here go. comes the Reaper. a simple man with some simple taste war and pestilence is my state of grace games of risk and of chance with what you can't afford to lose face the music and dance it's the blind man who sings the blues
Hey, that was the Reaper. A new tune for you. I am the Reaper. That's, that's the original way I was going to sing it. Nice to meet you. <laughs> like uh, Axel, what's his name? Axel Rose on Helium. Nice to meet you. So that's the Reaper. So I hope you like it. It's going to be part of the new album, which we haven't got a title for just yet. We're still arguing about that one. Yeah, we are. We've got a couple of ideas, but yeah, we're not going to tell you. I just had a thought. Have we'll a thought. We we'll get people to vote for the. No, is that too? Is that too? Give me a riff and I'll speak into the mic again. Is that too? Um, Democratic? No, uh, like pop idol. Sort of thing. Well, I suppose I suppose I could pull my trousers really high up my up my chest and pretend I'm Simon Cow. Is that still relevant? Does he still do that? I, I don't know if he's still alive, mate. I've never watched it. <laughs> Uh, I, w- I occasionally watch a German one because it's got a guy out of a band called Modern Talking. Digression alert! Digression. I'm alert. sorry, you brought it up. You brought Pop Idol up, so I thought I'd. I'd, I'd uh... We're talking about our album. That's right. Back to our album. Okay. Our new album. A new album, almost done. Uh, well, actually, it's still got quite a bit of mixing to do, but we've got all eleven songs now. We started at the last Ace Age, I think. <laughs> we started it in the black and white days, <laughs> and uh, we're still not finished it. Well, that says a lot about us indolent procrastinators, doesn't it? Oh. Back to Ted Hughes again. We, we move at glacial speed. Exactly. So, new album coming out very soon, so look out for it. Uh, but again, I'd like to thank a lot of people who have been checking us out on our website, www.dmpmusic.co.uk. Oh, we've got uh, Stevie. The missing Stevie yes. from our band. Where the fuck is, is our band? band? Well, Stevie got in contact. God bless him. Stevie Boyle, funniest man ever. Love you, Stevie. We love you, Stevie. And he actually did a jingle for us, so we're going to play that right now. www.dmbmusic.co.uk Right, that was Stevie's jingle. God bless him. Thanks for that, Stevie. Thank you, Stevie. Very good, even though it sounds as if it was recorded in a toilet. <laughs> I like the, uh, the blockbuster movie with Star Voice. You never know, mate, you might get a job for Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, some other members of the band uh, pick up on this somewhere along the line and uh, get in touch with us in the famous Where the Fuck Is Our Band section. <laughs> so it's only Stevie up to now. Billy's still giving us uh, the Glasgow rubber ear. Uh, and all the others. I just disappeared off the face of the planet so if anyone is out there and listening we know we slippies out there somewhere uh, please get in contact with us we just want to say hello and uh, make sure you're alive there's no money to pick up no royalties to collect <laughs> <laughs> we spent them all we've also got some other jingles as well which we'll play later on during the show um, so Stevie's got some competition Oh, not from real people though and that'll become apparent later on Interesting. Curiouser and curiouser. Okay, uh, back to our music being available online. Uh, We now have uh, a few of our albums available on something called CD Baby. So if anyone wants to buy the albums, you can still buy them through iTunes at the usual address. But of Uh, course, that's a download. That is a download, whereas a lot of people do like something hard in their hands. Um, Oh dear. We've got some children outside. Shut the fuck up, you little brat bastards. Father-to-be as well, eh? <laughs> so, 
A lot of people do like the hard copy because, as I said before, people do like something hard in their hands when they wake <laughs> up in the morning. <laughs> I digress. So, CD Baby, Gordon, tell us about CD Baby. CD Baby is an American company. They, um, they've got two and a half. Listen, thousand. mate, I don't want to know the fucking background to it. Tell them the important stuff. What's that? I don't want to know who their directors are and what they have for coffee and Danishes and stuff. Tell them the important stuff. GDP. What's that mean? <laughs> Gross democratic product or something? <laughs> I don't know. This man's too intelligent for me. What do you mean, tell them what stuff? Tell them the address, tell them where to buy it, oh. how much it costs. Sorry. Tell them to go and fucking buy it now yeah. or you'll be in with the baseball bats. Go buy it. It's That's it. it. Bring Glasgow Gangster back into it. CDbaby.com. It can be easier than that. And it's, um, I think they're about $12 they're selling for. Bargain. Which is probably six quid in real money. <laughs> no offence, America. Oh dear. There we go. 70% <laughs> of our audience disappears. So we're only left with 50% now. Good grief. <laughs> So that's CD Baby. So you can still get your normal stuff, your downloads from iTunes and uh, uh, all the other places. But you can buy the real hard copy CD. And after paying a duty, you're probably still looking at the same price you buy a CD in this country. Absolutely. Because of the dollar exchange Get to it, make us rich, make us fat. We need the liposuction. That's a Morton's Rolls link. Morton's Rolls. Ah, my favourite Morton's Rolls. Still, these guys will not entertainers they will not answer our calls I find that difficult to believe I mean we must be the perfect model for them you know Morton's Rolls with their physique I, I'm, I'm so disappointed I really am I really thought they would uh, they would jump at the chance of such a handsome fit virile young band what, as us what was that line you used it shaped more than our careers it shaped more than our careers most oh. certainly has it's a great tagline <laughs> but I'm really disappointed that Morton's Rolls haven't got in contact with us so if you guys are if you do have a couple of minutes somewhere along the line get in touch with Morton's Rolls find their um, their email address I uh, can't remember the email address off the top of my head what was the guy's the name? One. is it Ian McCulloch or something? no he's an Echo and the Bunnyman or something that's Echo and the Bunnyman yeah <laughs> <laughs> is he one for Morton's Rolls isn't it? what a shame eh? <laughs> 80s have gone mate <laughs> got to make their money somehow no Morton's Rolls please get in touch with Morton's Rolls and tell them that we demand DMP becomes the face and body of Morton's Rolls we're demand. not going we are not letting this one go without a fight and we might have to bring in the Glasgow gangster there he goes back in a cage boy <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got to talk about? Any more questions? We've got another question. We have. I've got a question here for you. It's for you, George. I've got a quick one here for you before you start. Mm-hmm. How much does shampoo cost in London? What? How much does a shampoo cost in London? Uh, first of all, I don't stay in London. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so it's, this, this is how a straight man's supposed to work. At the moment, you're the straight man. You're oh, that's su- a joke, you're not, sorry. You're I not, thought it was a real you're not question. You're supposed to go... How much does a shampoo cost in London? I don't know, George. How much does a shampoo cost in London? Pan 10, mate. <laughs> You'll only get that if you understand the Cockney accent. And if we try to explain it, it'll just, it's just, it'll just, just ruin a waste. It. It's just a waste of time. Moving swiftly along. Mm-hmm. What's your question? My question is, this is for you, George. And it says, sometime in the 70s, a young Glaswegian boy caused a Celtic player to miss a penalty during a game with Dundee oh no uh, who's this from this is from um, Bobag in New York 
<laughs> Bob Egg. Mm. Bob Egg, eh? I, I wonder if he is originally not from New York. <laughs> I think he probably is. As I said, sometime in the 70s, a young Glaswegian boy caused a Celtic player to miss a penalty during a game with Dundee. Oh, no. He said, I think the reason was that the young boy was, was sat or meant to be sitting behind the goal on the track and oh, he put the player off. Christ. He thinks the player was Ronnie Glavin. I remember Ronnie Glavin. Yeah. Just as Ronnie was about to take the ball, kick the ball, he put he put Ronnie off by his actions and shouting, shouting at Ronnie. And this uh, Bob Bag wants to know, was this you, George? And if so, shame on you. Oh, this guy seems to know a lot about me. Uh, he says, furthermore, do you realise that your actions influence history, as the altered scoreline has been logged forevermore? I do know this, right? But basically, I is it, was. Is it that, true? It's true. Is it? I. It's true. <laughs> What happened is... Uh, so who's Bobag then? Bobag's uh, a friend of mine. Oh, I know uh, who Bobag is. Bobag's, yeah. Bobag's a scrot. Yeah, got it. The yeah. legendary scrot from the States. Frasier lover. Uh, basically, it was a game... It was not against Dundee, it was against Hibs. Oh, so he's got his facts wrong. Oh, he gets facts wrong. And it was against Hibs and I was round the away end at Celtic Park. No, he does just, he just say, I think, Dundee's. We didn't say it was definitely Dundee's. It's, and I it think. was 1-0 to Hibs at the time and we got a penalty. And there was a little cinder track behind the goal. And beside the cinder track, there was a little piece behind the goal, a piece of grass behind the goal. And I ran onto them. <laughs> just as he was running up, making his run up, I, I, I was <laughs> sitting on the edge of the cinder track. And I ran onto the, the, the Oh, enthusiastic. Actual, enthusiastic. And I shouted out, come on, Ronnie! <laughs> As he booted it over the bar, cue about 50,000 Celtic fans turning their displeasure on me. Kill you. I'm gonna fucking kill you, wee man. Which way? I was about 11. <laughs> I had to slink back into the crowd. I thought I was gonna get murdered. Come on, the uh, party thief cell, you were there. Yeah, I was like, oh. but the good thing about it is. At the end of that season, Celtic won the league in the last game of the season by beating Rangers. Had we drawn that game, we might not have needed to beat Rangers in that last game and that game is now folklore so if anything I've actually contributed to one of the most legendary nights at Celtic Park by my actions you see what he's done there Bob he's turned it around I've turned it around politics that's my game mate (laughs) I should be involved in politics oh by the way uh, I do want to mention politics last time we were talking uh, we did mention the democratic nomination in America oh Bampot Uh, and what's her name (laughs) (laughs) Bampot Billery have you ever seen that t-shirt I love country music no have you not no have you ever seen it no it's it's, it's, I thought you sent it to me there's a t-shirt and it says it's it's an eye a picture of an eye and a heart yeah so it's I love and it's get Hillary oh as the a tree tree music and then some notes for music so you can if you can work that one out that's yeah I can can work it out I've got an imagination okay and I think most of our listeners do as well good I think it might be an American t-shirt so I was quite impressed that they could work it out yeah that that was great but then again just slagging the Americans off here the the Americans are very very smart people they've given us the culture that we've desired so long and they buy a lot of our stuff they do buy a lot of our stuff god bless america <laughs> and uh, again america america i don't know the words but by the way the politics in america it's going a bit crazy but let me let me give you my lowdown on what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks right save yourselves all the hassle of watching uh, all these news programmes and current affair programmes in the States listen to what I'm going to say and pass it around your I'm listening George I'm listening this is what's going to happen Barack Obama and, oh, Hillary, yeah. and Hillary Clinton are going to battle it out 
One of them's going to win, but they'll damage the Democratic Party so much that John McCain will just walk away with it and he'll become your next president. John, the end. But McCain isn't like, isn't that that big of a careful what I say? What? Oh, here's the Lang, Don't forget, Langley are know, listening to They did email us and say, great podcast, but they've got our bank details. Paul Merton, who's a comedian in this country, um, he spoke about McCain recently. Mm-hmm. What age is McCain? About 60 or something. And he was in... He was in Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, he was. He was a prisoner of war camp. what you said? Nope. <laughs> he thinks he's a Manchurian candidate. He thinks, <laughs> he thinks he's been programmed <laughs> once he gets in power. He's, uh, the Vietnamese are going to go, right, he's in power now. He's in power. Where's Lawrence Harvey when you need him? <laughs> Press that button. <laughs> Where's Frank? <laughs> I can, that's, a, that's a very, very good point. There might be something to this. If you see him on his, on the dais when he's uh, Duck. getting the nomination, get, getting the shelter, keep about three feet away from him. <laughs> Build that bunker. That's it. Yeah, you don't want ricochets. So we think. Well, I think that John McCain's going to win it. Whether I want him to win is another thing because uh, is he the chip guy? <laughs> that only works. McCain's oven chips. I don't think it's the same guy. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. I may have to check Wikipedia, the fountain of all knowledge for that one. Uh, but I, I think my, my man Ralph Nader's not going to win this time. Nah. I think it's going to be Mr. Oven Chips. And uh, let's hope he doesn't um, <laughs> take his father uh, away from our friends in the East. <laughs> what about the code word? Would be the trigger word? Uh, probably... Ever seen hot Charlie Don't Surf or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> ah, good grief. Have you ever seen um, the Hot Jewel, a movie called Hot Jewel? Hot Jewel? Robert no. Redford? No. Um, it's, it's about, based on, quite like it's about a bank raid. Hot oh, Jewel as in as Jewel. Jewel yeah, I thought you meant Jewel as in sword fence no, or something. And um, the, what they do is they actually hypnotise one of the tellers so they'll open the, the, the safe deposit box yeah, so they can idea. get this. But they, they don't know if this will work because there's no way of trying it out until, <laughs> until they actually so, do. So Redford goes into the, you know, Redford goes into, Robert Redford goes into the, the safety deposit box with this guy, and he, the guy, guy gets a key and he, and he looks at him, and the code word is Afghanistan Banana Stand. That's, no, that's the code word, right? Afghanistan Banana Stand. And he looks at the teller and the teller's like that, and, and he goes, he just sort of try to size him up, and he's saying, oh. "Don't know if this is going to work." Afghanistan Banana Stand. There's a big silence, right? It seems, it's probably just seconds, but it seems like forever. And then he goes, certainly, sir. It opens up the no. box. I have to check that. I just loved that Afghanistan banana stand. I do like Robert Redford, but have you seen him recently? Yeah. Oh, he looks like a turtle, doesn't he? He shouldn't do that surgery stuff. It's <laughs> not a good idea. That brings me on to the next question, actually. I've got a question from The Dude, one of oh, our favourite co- dude, yeah. The Dude in Fort William. Dude. Dude is cool, the dude abides. He's got a new tattoo in his arm as well, looks really cool. White Russian uh, is galore. That's the man. He says, what are your top movie moments? Top movie moments? Your top movie moments. Oh, it's so a we few were talk- me. We were talking about one yesterday, actually. Remind <laughs> me, that yesterday was a Liquid long time ago. Liquid Sky. Oh, Christ. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> for, for people who don't know about this movie, I was talking to George about, there's a movie called Liquid Sky I saw in the 80s. Which is by far 
far and away the worst movie I have ever, ever seen. Well, I've never seen it, but George I've seen the tagline on IMDb <laughs> and it took my breath away. It was that good. <laughs> I can't possibly repeat it. No, I like swearing, but this one would be pushing the envelope, mate. This was a really low budget movie. And apparently, I didn't know this at it's the time. It's a classic. It's, it was made by Russians. In America. In, a, in America. In the Cold War, Cold War era. Was it? Was yeah, it was Cold War. It was middle like, yeah. early eighties or yeah. something. And uh, the premise of the whole movie is that aliens live off of opiates, so they, they've got to um, they've got to make human beings um, in throes of rapture, basically, and that's how they, they feed. That sounds like a weird um, premise for a movie. It no certainly shit, is. Sherlock. <laughs> I mean, and there was people leaving this movie. This was a, a not a, a private movie theater. This was n- uh, national. So it wasn't independent. Yeah, it was like it was mainstream. Mainstream. And there was people leaving in droves, and I was just fascinated. I thought, how did they get finance for this? It's utter and complete bunkum. But you I, loved I've, it. I've grown to love it over the years, right? And I showed George some of, some of the clips on IMDb yesterday, and he's hooked now. He wants to see it. Yeah, you have to go on IMDb just to read the tagline. <laughs> I swear to God, you'll not regret it. When I saw it, I was the, the snot flew at my nose, man. It was that funny. So that. I recommend it even though I've not seen it I have to watch this movie at some point well but uh, we mentioned Afro, Afro Ninja oh I'll tell you it's not a movie moment but this is obviously you guys are very familiar with YouTube uh, and occasionally you know you find a gem on <laughs> George showed me that on YouTube I laughed so hard at this thing called Afro Ninja. That's all I'm going to say. Go to YouTube, type in Afro Ninja. It's seconds long, it's no longer. It's about 18 seconds long, but it's the funniest 18 seconds (laughs) since that uh, dire straight sex moment. Uh, But honestly, watch Afro Afro Ninja. Ninja. It made the whole, I swear to God, this is true, it made the whole right side of my face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> almost collapse. I thought, I, thought was, he was having a stroke. I swear to God, I thought I was having a stroke. I lost my balance <laughs> because I was laughing so hard. Please check out Afro Ninja. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for that last question, dude. I think we'll maybe take another song now. Yeah, and the next song is. Well, we're going to play another song from the album, uh, and from the new album, obviously. Is it? Is it La Cheetah? La Cheetah. Yeah, I wanted to call us Nella Cheetah, but George thought it was Lachita was snappier. I thought Nella Cheetah was a bit too close to Nella the Elephant. <laughs> so <laughs> we <laughs> called it uh, La Cheetah. And what's La Cheetah? Cheetah. What does it mean oh, in Italian? Good, good question. Oh, there you go. That's, this brings us around to... Competition time. time. We do, we do this competition, we talk about the last one first. We'll talk about the last one first. Okay, the last... Who won the last competition, Gordon? Uh, he's put me right in He's dropped me right in here I've got a bit of paper here um, So who won? Competition winner was Frederica And she's from Zaragoza 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 in Espana Espana Yeah <laughs> Frederica Frederica That's a f- Federica Frederica I suppose that's a girl Maybe a guy Could be Could uh, be Fred Ar- Andrica Our winner Okay <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the question was which song does George mention Pallium or Glasgow in? And it's of course the link song into the beginning of the podcast. It is Night, Night on, on a Town. Yeah. Well done, Federica, Federica, Frederica, whatever the fuck her name is. From Tharagotha. Well done, from Tharagotha. Hope that lisp clears up. Hola. Hola. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving swiftly along. This month's competition. Aye. 
What does La Cheetah mean? What does La Cheetah mean? In um, Italiano. And that's it. That's the competition. And they will win. Will we... Will the new album be ready? No, will be won't. No, we can't Well, they can that. win an album of their choice. But it has to be us. That's the catch. <laughs> and we'll sign it if you want. It's, it seems it's worth about £10 signed. That's because I can't write. And £12 unsigned. Just make my mark on it. That's it. X marks the spot. No, I better not say that. So... Basically, what does La Cheetah mean? Yeah. And here's a wee clue for you. We're going to play this song. So have a listen to this song. Might give you an idea what it means. No cheating. Answers to the usual places. www.dmpmusic.co.uk Here's La Cheetah. La Cheetah. La Cheetah. La Cheetah.
Cheetah. Winnie Cheetah. That was the crap version. <laughs> the one I just done, not the one you had. <laughs> well, that's slagging myself off here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plenty of other people willing to do that. So basically, the competition this month is. La Sorry. Cheetah. What does it mean? Answers on a postcard, answers to the normal addresses. Will we get them to say the answer in Italian? Is that well, the answer is La Cheetah. Yeah, don't we can't. No, but to explain. <laughs> You can't say that I on air. I can't say cunt on air. <laughs> Bastard. Sorry. We might have to edit that one out. Complete utter numpties type oh. you're supposed to say. No, but I thought you were... I thought you... You said, can you say what La Chia is in Italian? It's fucking Italian. <laughs> no, I meant the reply explaining what it means in Italian in Italian. Yeah, but then they're not telling us what it means. No, but he would say... You don't get this, do you? This is just going past you. You're going to have a stroke again. You're right side of your face as well. Fucking, hang on, I need to put my arm under my right head. What if I can get this guitar for? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got we got an email from a girl called Gabby, and I think it's a girl called Gabby, big guy. Yes, she's a girl, hi. Gabriel, Gabriel. Gabriel or someone. Friend of yours? Yes. Okay, in the Czech Republic, who loves one of our songs. She does. She does love one of our songs, and yes. she's, she's asked for a request for a song called My Favourite You, which was on uh, Do You, Do get, you it? get It? One of our first albums. Are we, so, are we going to do the backing vocals at the beginning? I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we're just going to get Can we not do it a la Coot and Crows? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's know this. Right, okay. This is one of Gabby, my favourite songs. Gabby let's loves this song as well, so let's 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 pay it due respect. Yeah. And here's a wee a wee taste of my favourite. You try not to laugh, right? One, two, three, four. <laughs> That's the humming bit, and I'll play the wee guitar bits as well. <laughs> Come on, hit me. This is just the intro, by the way. It's more interesting than right. the record, already. Now it gets interesting because I'm going to start singing, right? Uh, okay, we go. Debatable. Shop. Debatable. Shop. <laughs> the last time I saw your face. In July, fireworks in your smile lit up the sky. This is my favorite memory of you, my favorite. I can't remember <laughs> That'll be it Sorry Gabby That's Sorry, all we Gabby, can remember That's all we can remember Alzheimer's has kicked in Early this Sunday morning oh, I've already done it One and Repeating myself Exactly No worries Gabby I'm glad you like it uh, And I hope that wasn't Too painful uh, Right I'm going to take another question oh, I've got a question for you Gordon For me? Yeah for you Putting my guitar down now Okay fire away Yep This is, this is a um, 
That's a question of theory. Uh, gravity and stuff like that, right? So you're the gravitational guy, right? Oh, right I'm, I'm going elementary canal. That's it. I'm going to give you the question and you're going to try and answer it as best you can. If a guitar player and a watermelon fell off a building, <laughs> which one would hit the ground first? Am I supposed to go, I don't know, George, if a guitar player and a no, yeah. watermelon fell off a building, which one would hit the ground first? Well, the answer I have here is, who gives a fuck? <laughs> 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 Very good, very good. Who sent that in? I can't tell you. For uh, fear of reprisals. Let me try and guess who this can be. Oh, God. I'll think about that one later on. Have a think about it. I better warn him to move a dress, though. Oh, it's a him. You know what they're doing now. You put him right in it. I've now taken three billion people out of the equation. With my mathematical abilities, I'll be able to work out. Man's a genius. A whole six weeks at Glasgow University. (laughs) (laughs) I spent my grant in two. You spent it in two? I bought an amp and a guitar and that was it. And a grant. Near life. Did you you have to pay that back? No. You didn't have to pay it back? No, in those days you didn't know. Belter? That was done. A long time ago. How much was it? How much was your grant? Toppins. I was going to say, but... Two and six or something like that. I've told you that story. I bought, I bought a Sound City 120 amp, a 120 watt amplifier. Nerd alert. And I didn't have any, I didn't have any speakers to play in. And I was dying to know what it sounded like. <laughs> I told you that story. No, you said, I, I'm sure you have told me. Right, so, but, like, six, well, 17, whatever age I was, bought this amp, 120 watt amp. I was like, oh, yes. I had a lead and I had a guitar, but no speakers. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I plug my headphones into the speaker socket <laughs> at the back. <laughs> So I plug my I plug my headphones into the speaker socket at the back, turn up. Why is the old fool right? Hits a chord and it was a bit tinny sounding. I have to admit through headphones, and for about two seconds it was just like tinny sound, and I thought, oh, oh, I don't know. And then the headphones just started to smoke, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Did oh god. And then I had to sell the amp because I need money. A bit like today. Exactly. How, how many years on? How further <laughs> forward are you in life? Many. Oh, good grief. Oh, it's my turn to snort. Your turn. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I think that. that it's was, your belly. That was my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm God. in need of some sustenance, obviously. Good grief. <laughs> She's like people get to hear that in neighbouring counties, man. Jai China. <laughs> <laughs> right, China. They can hear it. God almighty. Solving it. Right, uh, another question here. This is from one of our friends, one of our long-standing friends from the MySpace community, uh, Michelle. Ah, Michelle. From Los Scandalous. Oh, Michelle has difficult questions She's always difficult. This is a good one, though. This is a very good one. Uh, but first of all, before I say that, I want to say thanks to all the MySpace people because they are excellent. They're yeah. always very, very... Uh, proactive when it comes to DMP, they're trying to get us, you know, more listeners and stuff like that. So Michelle, uh, D Flower Girl, Barbara, D, oh, D Flower Girl, D Flowered who? D the Flower Girl, <laughs> not a D Flowered. <laughs> Good grief, D! If you're listening to that, many apologies, love. Uh, in great over here. I may not carry it. Well, no, I <laughs> Basically, thanks to all the MySpace guys, uh, your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Guys and gals. Guys uh, and gals. Loads of great stats this month. Excellent uh, numbers we've had on the podcast. We're into the thousands with the downloads of the uh, podcasts, and we're now we're we're probably averaging about hundred thousand a year on oh, the. Oh, can we just say website page? 
just apologise for not doing one last month because we we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're busy. Yeah, yeah, we're doing things. Gordon, where were you? Well, I can't wait to see you in London. That's right. This is our HQ down in the West Country. And Burnham Rock City. Burnham Rock City. We didn't have the facility to do one last, last month. So... I apologise for missing out in a month, so uh, this is maze. This one's twice as good. Twice as good. (laughs) Twice as noisy, twice as smelly as well if you come in this room. And if you listen to your stomach, (laughs) twice as disturbing. (laughs) Uh, So again, thanks to all the MySpace people. And the question from Michelle is, when was the last time you got into trouble? Me. You personally, or me personally, or both together? Last time we get into trouble. What, get into trouble. Do you mean by the law or by? I think she means the law. Oh, I law. think she might be. She might be actually one of the Langley mob. I need to be careful what I say. I think you do. I know that there's one time that we get in trouble with the law in Glasgow when I was on your shoulders one night. Oh, if yeah. you want to talk about that? Yeah, I was um, we were we did a little light libation, just one or two, and bottle. We were going home. Are we going we to were, a club? We were, or we're going to a club. It was about three in the morning. Yeah, and uh, there were some posters of. Um, so I just popped up. Oh my gosh, there were some posters of a, a friend of ours band in Glasgow was was playing, and we thought it would be witty and funny. It to, was hilarious, absolutely to hilarious. Deface the poster. Where did we get the, the writing implement from? I had one in my pocket for some. Just I'd, in case. I, I, because I was a young juvenile which, delinquent which, at the time. You like graffiti boy. Graffiti, I love Italian food, mate. <laughs> Basically, I jumped on Gordon's shoulders. I didn't jump. No, I ju- you probably did, actually. You were hammered. This shows you how long ago it was <laughs> that I was able to actually get on Gordon's shoulders comfortably. <laughs> uh, I th- if I tried it, it shows you long that I could support him as could well. support me, yeah. <laughs> so this is like £40 ago. Uh, so I was in Gordon's shoulders. And this poster was quite high up, so I'm drawing a moustache and on the poster. We're aware that there was somebody standing nearby. behind us, and, and we turned round, and there was a an officer of law. And it was a case of, uh, excuse me, Ossifer. Uh And the police officer went, "What the? Do no, you he, think you're doing?" The typical Glasgow Bobby when he was just sarcastic. When he yeah, he was like, "What are you doing, boys?" Aye. It's okay, and I said, I think I said, it's okay, we know him. <laughs> I did, didn't I? I said that. One of us said that. It's okay, he's a friend of ours. <laughs> like it would make any difference. As, and as a matter of fact, the guy just laughed he's and just went, on your way, fair eh? enough, <laughs> let us go. So uh, that's the last time I think we were in trouble together. We've, we've managed to avoid the, uh, the law on the last, many occasions. The last time I was in trouble, I wouldn't like to say, because it was, uh, wasn't that long ago, and um, they're still looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's went, the last time he was violent towards someone as well that's all I'm going to say so he's went from Baywatch to Crime Watch <laughs> so that's a good question Michelle uh, but unfortunately we're not at liberty to answer it we've got another question for, from our daughter Emily who's a fan of the show as well and uh, her question's probably the best question that's ever been asked of any of our podcasts and it's probably the best question that's ever been asked of us what better than why because I thought that was uh, a no, good this, idea this, this actually it elaborates on that it says what are we talking about <laughs> Emily we don't know either we've not got a clue love so uh, your guess is as good as ours thank you for that one <laughs> Gordon any more questions Um. No, I'm going to do. A, I'm going to push your name again. This is another one of our jingles. Oh yeah, go for it. www.dmpmusic.co.uk. 
Jeez, I've done it again. Fucking I need, I need hell, oh. I, I, the bacon is calling me. Uh, you know, I've been promised uh, bacon sandwiches this morning. That's his if treat. I, if I get through this, <laughs> whipping me into shape. Um, Mark from the last podcast, uh, chap called Mark, had asked me a question about guitars. And is that Mark the nerd? Uh, I was just going to say that, and he doesn't mind George's derogatory comments. Mark, you're all right, but you are a bit of a nerd. Do you get out much? And he. <laughs> He thanked me for the answer to the question. His question this week is, and he's, he's asked me another question, oh, is yeah. what's the best guitar I've ever played and what guitar would I like to own that I don't own? Guys, this is the point where you go out and put the coffee on. Right? The, yeah, it is. The best guitar I've ever played was uh, a 1980s uh, Ibanez 777 gem in oh, Loch Ness Green. No, that was a horrible guitar. It, it looked was, like sick. It was fluorescent, a bright fluorescent green. Sorry, um, it was. It was. It was, it was not green. It was green. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear anything. Green. <laughs> Wait, was it pink? Uh, pick up, say. Pick it. Oh, fucking hell! This was like it, it was hideous. It was eighties. Come on, what can I say? Yeah, designed by Stevie Wonder. Stevie Vai, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I sold it because no, nobody would let me play it. Because it, it was awful. It, man. Was, it looked. It did look bad, but it was a great guitar to play. Yeah, if you want to deafen everybody in sight. And anyway, the the the, the end of the story is that they're now going in sale for five thousand dollars. It's the collector's items. Oh, in fact, yeah. one of you, one of our I friends, think Stuart, Stuart, Stuart Wilk is looking for one. He wants one for his yeah, uh, yes, his fortieth birthday, birthday yeah, this year. Yeah. Yep. How you doing, Stuart? Oh, Stuart. Pay you listening. He was a very good bouncer for us. He He's actually threatened the singer of Wet Wet Wet. Uh, <laughs> fellow called Marty Pello. He didn't threaten him, he just said, I don't care who you are, it's still five pounds. No, to wasn't give in. He, he was going to he charged Marty Pello twenty pounds that night again. So we actually get more money at a wet 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 than than most people did. Extortion. Extortion. Oh allegedly. <laughs> so Stuart's always been a friend for that kind of stuff. Good on you, Stu. So there you go, Mark. That's that's part of the question to ask you. Answer the other part of the question about what guitars I'd like that I don't currently own. Uh, there's a vast forest of them over in the corner there and there's probably ten times as many that, that I don't own it like to have so I can't really answer I'm sorry mate George George wake up George oh sorry sorry can I come back in here and talk have you got a question uh, actually referring back to the last podcast where I Claimed that you looked like the ball sack. The ball sack. <laughs> people, have Honorary de Balzac. Pe- oh, people have mentioned the way I pronounced Honorary de Balzac uh, and said it should be pronounced Balzac. I like pronouncing it. He did like it. Ball sack. Don't, don't <laughs> folks. It was all deliberate. No, never. But when I thought Gordon looked like Honorary de Balzac. Uh, this month, remember this guy's dead, and he's been dead for a long time. Well, this other and guy that's what isn't. Thinks I look like, and it's a question from uh, I can't remember who it's from actually. Oh, uh, this is maybe snap. Oh, hang on, yep, got it here. It's again from the future manager of <laughs> Democratic. <laughs> who is Republic. this guy? I have fucking no idea. <laughs> Democratic Republic of Sal Talme and Principe under twenty ones. Right, the same guy asked me about breaking a bone. Uh, and ask you about breaking a bone he's also said to Gordon has anyone ever told you Trevor Eve could be your stunt double could be my stunt could double could be your stunt double <laughs> well, right Gordon what I want you to say I want you to go Spence say Spence Spence G 
Jesus, it's, it's uncanny. <laughs> Could <laughs> be see, Trevor Eve. We see a Glasgow gangster Ross, as well. Spence is somebody in um, a BBC show called Waking the Dead. Never and he's always. Sh- <laughs> what is this with me and dead people? <laughs> but he's not. But he's not oh, he's dead. Not dead so he sorry. actually works in cold case. And he, <laughs> but it's dead people, right? But he's not dead himself. It'd be very hard for him to do the work if he was deceased. Deceased, yeah. right? He's not deceased. Not impossible, but difficult. God, it would be a bit of a technicality, but <laughs> it wouldn't work. But he's actually the the main guy in charge. Boyd, his name is, in charge of this cold case unit. Boyd up. And every time I see this, it's no no less. Some fat bird in Watford mentioned this to me as well. Uh, she mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> She mentioned every time she sees, uh, and for the fat bird in Watford, I have to mention lovely Lisa here. That's who it is. You're dead, mate. I'm. I'm my, my boys are toast, mate. Uh, but uh, she's just thrown by going first. Yeah, she'll have to get him out of handbag. Mate. <laughs> uh, basically, every time she sees this, she thinks Trevor Eve is a spitting image of you. So it's not just uh, the future manager of fucking Sal Tommy. I like that that Trevor Eve's a spitting image of me. Most people would say the other way around, but like. no, he is a spitting image of you. Um, and uh, so him and Balsa, I'm actually going to put a picture of Trevor Eve on our MySpace page <laughs> beside the picture of Henri de Balzac. And if see anybody, which one's Gordon. <laughs> see which one's Gordon. And if anybody I'll else... give you a clue, he's still alive. <laughs> and anybody else has famous lookalikes for either Gordon or myself, please get in touch with us, right? So that's Trevor Eve and Henri de Balzac for Gordon. <laughs> Nobody for me. We'll try and think of one, Georgie. I'm sure we could. Right. Is that us for the day then? I know you don't like to hear it, folks, but I'm afraid it's wind up time. <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> Goodbye. No, we're supposed to. Shall we go or are we any, well, any more questions? One more, one more thing I'm going to leave you with this, this month, apart from good luck to Celtic winning the league this season. That's the last thing I'm going to say about football this month. Uh, you left and it right to the very right end. Right the very end, no to. fucking retort, you hun bastards, right? Uh, Loves you, really? I don't. Uh, what's the difference? This is something for Gordon and Mark the Nerd, who called in earlier. What's the another guitar joke, yeah, is it? another guitar one. What's the difference between a lead guitarist and the PLO? <laughs> I don't know. What's the difference between a lead guitarist and the PLO? You can negotiate with the PLO. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, I think we'll leave it. Till next month. I'm dealing like the cards, baby, and it's 21 of us. Just give me trust. Oh, give me them trust. You know I want your loving, but your loving ain't enough. Seems that I count for every minute of the day. Say you're interested, but I ain't taking it that way. Friends can never reach me, leave their messages with you. Say they're incidental, but they know me better than you.